Welcome to episode four of Fangirls Guide to TV. I'm Nora. I'm Dana. I'm Pav. And I'm Liv. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the first two episodes of NBC's new drama, This Is Us. This will not be a spoiler-free zone. Here, we're going to talk about all things This Is Us for the first two episodes. And there are two twists, so if you haven't watched it and you want to be surprised, definitely abide by the spoiler. Uh, so This Is Us was pre- is uh, NBC drama, and it's presented as all of these characters sharing a birthday, their 36th birthday. And it stars Milo Ventimiglia, Mandy Moore, Sterling K. Brown, Justin Hartley, Chrissy Metz, um, and a bunch of other great new actors. So it centers on they're all turning 36, and we kind of follow their lives from there. And the big twist in episode one is we find out that Jack, Milo Ventimiglia's character, and Mandy Moore's character, Rebecca, are actually from the past. And their twins are Kevin and Kate, um, and they adopt Randall. Uh, Sterling K. Brown's character. Um, so you find out they're, we're not dealing with the same time time frame. I have to say they did a great job marketing this that you had no idea. They also did a good job in the first episode of keeping the lid on it. I mean, they gave you a pretty big hint in the middle of the episode where they show the box with the dates on it. Um, but overall, I think for a non- uh, for a casual television watcher, that that was a really like good twist at the end, one that you definitely didn't see coming at all. Definitely. Yeah, I think the problem was we did watch it a couple days after it premiered, and everyone was like, this twist. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of looking for stuff, but had I not been looking for stuff to like see what the twist was, I think I wouldn't have noticed it. And my mother, who doesn't like pay attention like to like details that much on tv shows didn't see it coming so i think the average person found this to be a very good twist i think it was really good adding it in there because liv and i were talking about parenthood and how this kind of set it rides the same wave as parenthood and we'll probably have a lot of the same viewers but parenthood never had that twist like it was very just down to earth not that the show isn't down to earth but it has that whole twist factor which i think will set it apart Speaking of which, it really surprised me that in episode two, we already jumped forward in the Jack and Rebecca storyline where the kids were much older. I thought we were going to see their childhood more progressively. Yeah, we'll I, def- where it goes. I definitely thought that was going to be a linear storyline. And then if you've seen the trailer for episode three coming out this week, we jump back to them being babies and like Rebecca not being able to connect with the three of them. So I definitely went into it thinking, oh, we're going to see the linear storyline of them being children. Yeah, it looks like they're going to parallel each other, these two storylines. Like, whatever's happening in the past is going to connect to whatever's happening in the future. Like this, for example, episode two, they were older, and one of the points of it was that the two brothers, Randall and Kevin, weren't getting along because Randall was getting teased at school for being an adopted, like, black kid, and... Kevin wasn't really sticking up for him, and in this in episode two, you see Kevin call Randall for advice and kind of apologize for the way they were as kids and how it played out in their adult life. I think that was a good kind of like setup for how this show's gonna be. One thing I definitely want to talk about though is the big plot twist at the end of episode two, where we find out that Rebecca and Miguel are now married in the future. Um, me and Liv have differing opinions on this my opinion is actually that I think Miguel 
and Rebecca are currently having an affair in the past, in the 70s. Is that where the past is set, right? Yeah, I think we're there. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're already carrying on an affair. Um, the reason I think this is because in the second episode, you have the scene of Jack and Miguel in the bar. Uh, Miguel is telling him how amazing his wife is and how wonderful, incredible of a woman she, uh, she is, how he basically won the lottery, uh, etc. and so forth, saying, like, don't let her realize that she's way above your station. And then later in the episode, he calls him later on and is like, don't, like, he seems like he's had a couple and he's a little, little tipsy. And he's like, disregard everything I said. So... To me, I'm interpreting this as he's having an affair with her now because at that point in the story, they were not having a happy marriage. And it's almost like he had second thoughts about trying to talk Jack into working things out. And he, like, actually wants to be with her. Liv has a different opinion. I'm not having I don't have a different opinion. I will say that I think it was interesting definitely at the end of episode two just to even find out that Mandy, Moore, Mandy Moore's character, Rebecca, was still alive. I agree. Because it was almost kind of setting up that the, both the parents have passed away. And I'm kind of curious if somewhere out there Jack is still alive and maybe they've lost touch with him because this second episode also introduced Jack has a drinking problem or he has the beginnings of one. And I, the reason I don't think that Rebecca is yet having an affair with Miguel, whether or not he has feelings for her, which is possible, which is why maybe why he was saying those things, is because I think that she still is very invested in Jack and her as her husband. But he has the beginning of a drinking problem, and anyone who's ever lived with an alcoholic can tell you it's not an easy thing to live with. And I think that storyline is definitely going to ride out their marriage, and it's going to put a strain on everything. And I think it's going to affect their relationship, and I think it's going to affect his, his relationship with his children. Even though they clearly do still love him, I'm curious if that's because... Did he die? Did he do something that makes them not want to talk to him anymore i don't know and to Liv's point um where we touched upon it earlier how the two storylines are definitely going to parallel each other i wonder if jack is dead and randall finding william is kind of him like because william was a drunk and a drug addict and left randall on the steps of a firehouse and that's how jack and rebecca got him so I'm wondering if William's storyline and Jack's storyline are really going to parallel and kind of drive a, like, bridge between the two storylines. Because um, I could definitely see that happening, too. Especially the fact that we came out of the gate with the second episode being like, oh, Jack has the things of, a uh, like, a drunk. Whereas, like, in the beginning of that episode, you see him doing the big three handshake with the kids. Um, so, like... Having that come out of a character's personality in episode two doesn't mean it's going away. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine this poor, poor guy loses his dad to who knows what, if this is actually what ended up happening, mm -hmm. that Jack died. And then he finally finds his biological father and he's very, like taking a very similar route to his other father. That's just, like, so sad. Or possibly, if we're going off of Jack is still alive. Even though I don't, like, I, most of me thinks he's not alive. Me too. Yeah, me too. I think that's part of the reason Randall obviously went looking for this guy recently, maybe to, for as a surrogate for his own father. But if we're going with the fact that he is still alive, Randall meets his biological father who has been able to do what Jack was unable to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get clean. And maybe that's helping him in a way. 
I also wonder if Jack is dead, how far back did he die? Mm-hmm. Like, is it a recent thing or did he die a long time ago? Because uh, the kids obviously, they quote him, they remember him. Is it a recent death or is it a I'm, far back? I'm thinking it's definitely not maybe recent, but I think it's pre-Randall having kids. Because when you see William... Um, come and kind of be that grandfather figure. It doesn't seem like the two of them have had a grandfather figure. They've definitely, obviously, at the end of episode two, you see Rebecca show up with Miguel in present day. So they have the grandmother figure, and maybe Miguel, I don't know how long they've been married, but he probably isn't being a grandfatherly figure to them because Randall doesn't see him as a dad. Well, they did call him grandpa, That's, though. Yeah. That's but, like, I'm saying. wondering if it's, like, Jack's recent death is, like, has to do with William, too. I know we are operating under the opinion that Rebecca and Miguel had had an affair. That's not necessarily, we don't know that yet. They could have gotten together after yeah, exactly. whatever happened with Jack. They also could have gotten divorced before they yeah. ever got together. That's true. There's so many variables that we still have to, to figure out. really want to touch on um, Katie and Toby mm-hmm. um, and their storyline, where Katie's storyline about be, having that overweight issue they're definitely not preaching down to you, but they're definitely, like, making it apparent that this is a struggle people go through. Um, and I kind of touched upon it that Toby is definitely the funny character, but I definitely think he's going to have a lot of heart. He's not just going to be the, like, comedic foil. Their relationship as it's unfolding is very interesting. She, they've met in an over overeaters, like, kind of group, support mm-hmm. group, and she is very much... Like, wants to be strict one with her weight, wants to lose it. And he's kind of seems like he, like, wants to, but not as badly as her. And he's a lot more secure in himself as a person, which helps with some of the humor of the show, that he can make fun of himself a little bit in a way that she can't. And I think that that is really, like, a good pairing to have. And I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to change. Is she going to become more confident? Are we going to find out some of, like, maybe his insecurities? I'm kind of curious because he is the funny guy right now, and I'm kind of worried that that's to cover up something else. I'm a little, like, my heart's already breaking for Toby. Yeah, that's what I was just about to touch on is, obviously, like, honestly, Toby has to be more insecure than he lets on because he has to be a lot more sensitive about his weight than he is putting on for Kate, I think it's a show more than anything because he has to care enough that he's actually showing up to these overeaters meetings. He has to care. And I honestly think he's putting himself on the back burner and putting on this show because he wants to make Kate happy. And I think he's trying to bring light to her life because she seems to be having issues and struggling a bit. And I definitely think the storyline is doing something. I think the CBS show Mike and Molly kind of it didn't ever reach that point where it was like, for those of you who don't know, Mike and Molly was Melissa McCarthy's show on CBS. It recently ended. And, like, it ended because, like, she lost a lot of weight. Like, that's ridiculous, first of all. But, like, I definitely think This Is Us is doing what Mike and Molly could never do. Like, the two of them met at a support group. It was the same thing. But the show was, like, not poking fun, but they never had them lose the weight. You know what I mean? Like, it was never, it was like, they used it as a tool to get them together, and then they were always struggling. Where I think This Is Us shows the two sides of it, where you have Kate, who's insecure about her body and stuff like that, and wants to, that, wants to lose the weight, not only for herself, but I, I think a lot for her brother, Kevin. 
Um, and then you have Toby, who definitely has those insecurities, but presents that kind of outward front of, like, I'm the funny guy, I'm okay, which I definitely think a lot of people who deal with that have that, where you present it as, like, a funny haha laugh it off. Um, so I definitely think This Is Us is taking that route, and I, I thought of Mike and Molly right away when that's how we met uh, Kate and Toby, um, but I already I can see they're doing something Mike and Molly never really could achieve. Progress of these characters. Yeah. Kevin's played by Justin Hartley, who is gorgeous, um, and he plays a struggling actor, um, and he realizes that he's been working in this kind of lifeless sitcom where he's really just like a piece of meat, like taking off his shirt and all that, and he realizes that's not really furthering his career or making him happy. Um, I'm really excited to see where Kevin's storyline goes because I think Kevin's storyline is going to tie a lot to Kate's storyline and the fact that Kevin, he may be the very attractive, skinnier brother, but has those same insecurities as Kate. And I definitely think that's where the two of them really kind of combine. I think what's so interesting is that we kind of meet Kevin at his breaking point, that him turning 36 was also a crisis for him because he's realizing now he's getting to, like, he's an actor who's never really come about in a way. He's never really gotten that role that's, like, made him a name that you, like, talk about. He's on, like, a goofy sitcom, and he's not really getting the chance to be the kind of person he wants to be. And he's sort of coming... He's sort of gaining integrity in a way, that he wants to be somebody who takes, like, who, like, takes his job seriously and has a job that takes him seriously. And we're going to see that more, I think, now that he's moving to New York and kind of starting over, because that's what we learned in the second episode. Um, He quits his show for good and is now going to try theater of some sort. And I think it's going to be interesting to put him into a place where he's going to be clearly out of his element and struggling. And I really like that we met Kevin at his breaking point, because I definitely think you hear of those actors that have, like, been in sitcoms for a while and then it's like they needed a break or it was kind of just like they went through the system you hear it a lot with like not that it's the same thing but with disney channel stars where it's like they just kind of went through the system and needed a break and then they had to find that job whether it be theater or tv that gave their profession meaning and i think it's really really awesome that this is us is kind of highlighting that just because an actor's on a sitcom doesn't mean he enjoys it or she enjoys it And I like that we're not seeing Kevin as, like... Because a lot of times in TV shows you see the, like, actor and he's, like, loving his life. He's got all the girls hanging over him. He's got that really nice car. Loves his job. Like, not a care in the world. So I really like... Like, we meet Kevin shirtless in bed with two beautiful women and he still is like, I hate my life. This is not what I want to be doing. And I really like that they did that. What I'm also curious, now that Kevin is moving to New York, is he's going to be suddenly far away from Kate, who he's been close with, and much closer to Randall, and I'm curious how that's going to play out in the relationships, because Kevin and Kate have been, from what we can tell, very dependent on each other, whereas Randall has been a little more distant from the two of them. So I'm curious what's going to happen now that Kevin is going to be closer, location-wise, to Randall than Kate. Yeah, and you can already tell, like, Kate and Randall have a really strong relationship because Randall says, like, oh, Kate called me and told me. And obviously Kevin and Kate have a really strong relationship, but Kevin and Randall don't. Um, So Kate's kind of that hinge pin. And now if Kevin does indeed make that move to New York, how it's going to be where Randall and Kevin need to depend on each other and Kate's kind of the distant one. 
Um, touching upon Randall's storyline again, back to him finding his adopted father, I would like to say that I am interested to see this way this plays out. I actually don't usually like storylines like this, where a child who's adopted and had a good life kind of tries to find the parent that sort of gave them up because they feel they're missing a part of themselves. Not to say that that's not a valid feeling, but I think it's kind of a played out storyline as far as someone being adopted goes. Um... And I think that this one's kind of interesting, A, because it clearly started off with him not wanting anything to do with his father, but at the same time, he's just too good of a person to not help this man he sees in front of him. Because we meet William, he's kind of almost a pathetic figure, and we learn in the second episode he's living on borrowed time. And that's going to be, obviously, kind of heartbreaking as we see that play out. Randall is already kind of invested in William as some as a person he wants to help at the very least if not a father i think one of the underrated scenes of the second episode was when beth randall's wife is talking to william and is kind of getting ready to ask him to leave because she's telling him that randall is never going to be able to tell him that he he's overstayed his welcome and that he's too good of a person and that is his vice i think that that was a great scene i think the actress Susan Kalichi Watson <laughs> did a great job. She was very both like strong and sweet, like um thing, but also she was kind of funny towards the end. I think that I'm kind of curious to see where the rest of the storyline is gonna go. I'm curious to see if they're gonna give Kate any sort of storyline that's separate from her romantic storyline with Toby, because so far with her, most of the things that we've seen have involved her and Toby's relationship. So I'm just curious to see if they'll give her any sort of storyline in the next episode um, that's a little divergent from that. Not that I don't love that. Trust me, I love Kate and Toby. They're like life itself to me right now. I think they're so sweet. Um, But I would like to see some other um, setting for her. Okay, so for the rest of the season, I think... The thing I'm kind of most curious about, I don't know if I want to see it played out, but I know it has to be, is the origin of Jack's alcoholism and what it's going to, how it's going to affect the family and definitely where he is, if he's dead, if he's not. I'm hoping we're going to find that out pretty soon. And I guess the second most thing, um, the other thing I would really like to see is Randall and Kevin sort of come closer as Kevin moves closer to Randall, how their relationship is going to mend itself. Because as Randall said at the end of episode two when he was talking with Kevin, there's still time, even though you weren't a great brother. I'm kind of curious to see how they sort of come together now that they're living close by. What I'm curious to see is how much of Kevin Cates and Randall's uh, life growing up we're going to see like where is it going to stop is it going to stop when they're teenagers are we going to go into their young adult life how far is this storyline going to go that's what I want to see I'm really looking forward to seeing a fleshing out of Toby's character I know we mentioned it before but it had never actually really occurred to me until just now when we were discussing it um, there's definitely a lot there that I think they're going to dive into I definitely don't think they're going to leave this unchartered um so I definitely would love to see some of like the insecurities of Toby um I'm also looking forward to 
seeing, I guess not really looking forward to, but I know it's going to be a good storyline, is basically seeing um, Jack and Rebecca's marriage kind of fall apart. I know that sounds like really sadistic, but I think it's going to make for some like really good storytelling. Um, I've kind of touched on it. I'm excited for two things mainly. Uh, one, I'm really excited for Kevin. I'm just really happy to see Justin Hartley playing this role. Um, and I think there's a lot there that, and I think they're going to dive really deep into the whole pretty boy stereotype. Like the trailers for the show made it seem like Kevin was going to be like the pretty boy and like, wasn't going to have these like major issues, but like already two episodes in, you can tell there's a lot for Hartley to mine there, and I'm really excited to see that. Um, I'm also really excited to see Rebecca's character grow, because um, in the first two episodes, um, Mandy Moore has mostly, like, she's been the mom. Uh, she hasn't had, like, a very deep storyline so far. It's kind of been all surface. Like, she had the triplets. They lost one. They ended up adopting Randall, and then the second one she's dealing with Jack, she's constantly being the mom and dealing with other people's problems. Um, and now that she's come into, like, present day, I'm really interested to see, like, she lives near Randall, clearly, or is around Randall and her kids more. So, like, I want to know what her relationship with Kevin and Kate is like now. Um, also, in the third episode preview, you see that she had a really hard time connecting with them when they were really little. But in the second episode, she was, like, the superstar but she also said that the kids think Jack is a 10 on the scale of parenting, and she feels like they only think of her as a 7. So I'm really excited to see Mandy Moore dive deeper into the character as opposed to having all the, like, surface mother issues. Because I definitely think they could really flesh her character out and make her more than just, like, the mom. Check in for the next episode, and we'll talk to you guys then.